0: good evening campers welcome back to the camp campbell after show well that's because we're at camp campbell after buzz tv's uh cap camp camp after show tonight we're going to take a look at what campers you would look like if you were in camp campbell and we're also going to talk about episodes five through eight so stick with us you're tuning into the destination for tv super fan discussion after buzz tv and now let the buzz Begin. Hello, everybody. It's it's always weird coming up with hip hop, but that's what they end every episode with because we might as well. It, it's also really hard to come in on uh, the word-heavy theme song, which is why we haven't yet. But uh, welcome to the Camp Camp After Show right here on after Buzz TV. Uh, we're joined by the rest of the campers here. I am one of I am one of your uh, camp counselors, Mark B Donica. find me on Twitter at Mark B Donegan, Joined by. Megan Salinas.
1: Hey, guys, you can tweet at me at the TheManguin. That's
2: T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N.
3: And Patrick Dees. Hello, you can find me at P to the D's on Twitter. That's D-E-E-S.
2: Hi, all my buddies. I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me at KIAJ. That's K-I-A-X-E-T.
0: Very good. Hello, everybody. I mean, we're very happy to be back. Uh, it, it's been quite some time. But we got four fresh episodes of Camp Camp to talk about. But before we do, if you remember correctly, we had a camp activity that a lot more of you than expected took part in. I which know, I'm right? Yeah. are so, so good. Yes. Yeah, so we, uh, we did arts and crafts camp. We wanted to know what you would look like if you were attending Camp Campbell and what camp you would be attending. So let's get started. Our first camper is Mallory. Yeah. You can find on Twitter at Malachroma. She is at paleontology camp. Her favorite, uh, her favorite dinosaur actually, being. It's uh, actually he, actually. Excuse me. Forgive yeah. me. Uh, uh, I just wanted to say Pachycephalosaur. That's yes. the reason.
1: So, so thank you, Valerie.
0: Uh, Triple Yahtzee mark. That's Which,
2: me. Yeah. Adorable. Yes. super, Absolutely. So So great. Yep. They did such an amazing job. I'm really glad they took my advice and took home the bones that they found in the forest. Oh, is well. that your
3: influence? I can see you're rubbing off.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so I like it. Dude, mine was the thing about bringing home a skull. That's All right. That's right. No regrets. I love
0: it. And then we've got JT here uh, at Tyrion mm. Rogue. Uh, from arts and crafts camp, loves to make lanyards. I don't know if anybody else uh, in camp made lanyards. Yes, I could never get it down.
1: I, mm. I made lanyards when I was in middle school because there was literally nothing else to do in my hometown.
3: That was that was Lanyardville, USA.
1: <laughs> I love it. And then here we have Caitlin at Riding camp,
0: as oh, uh, real Miss K Rose. Uh, so good. This will be a little bit of a uh, of an ongoing theme. We've got a couple of people at Riding camp, uh, so let's move on to our next camper. This is Ham, who is at Sleep the Day Away Camp. <laughs> oh, at that's a, sketch art! Absolutely love this. That's one. the best camp. So yeah, good. I oh would have gone God. there. I didn't know that was a camp. And it actually I'm going looks,
2: there tomorrow. And <laughs> that
0: actually looked a little bit like uh, uh, Lietti. like mini yeah, a bit, right? which, is, which is a little, a little weird. Bit. And then we have Arid from 24 Hour Call Center. They decided to make themselves. They they wanted to know what the coolest name was. We said it was Arid, and so we've got another <laughs> Arid. Did not say what camp they're at. So let's say Art Camp because they're pretty dang talented. And then what we have Max. Music
2: Camp. Did you see the headphones? Yeah, maybe, maybe like perhaps okay. or, those might have been the cat
0: just those the, the cat ears that just move and, oh, no, and respond to sound. Oh no, those are headphones.
2: They have speakers built into the ears. You can buy those. DJ summer. Camp. Ooh, that be fun. Scratch it yeah. up. Yeah. Uh, we have Max,
0: the quieter Max, the other quieter yes. Max, uh, also an attendant of Writing Camp. Uh, we're building a mini army here, uh, <laughs> and then our our next camper, we have Kay. Uh, oh, so good. Love big K's. for them uh, hiking camp is their is their, uh, their activity of choice, and you can find them at of Mike's mice and Mac. Hell of a Twitter handle, yes, I a mean, wonderful legit. one. So now we're going to get into our counselors. Yes. Uh, we have Hi, Lil Katie. Katie at Writing Camp. Hello Katie. So you're the camp the writing camp counselor. Because yes, we have and so it's many. writing
2: because I can't draw for anything. <laughs>
0: Hello, Katie.
2: <laughs> She's adorable. I absolutely adorable. cannot. And
0: I like how you you when we were talking about this before, you thought that was booze and not coffee. <laughs> what? Is that the
2: supposed- why I thought
3: I, it was boo! It's tea. Or tea. Oh,
0: okay.
2: You've okay. seen I see me the, during the, NaNoWriMo.
1: You, you know how you, I get. You also have a bottle of whiskey called Writer's Tears. Yes, that's entirely
2: That's entirely Farley's fault. I mean, look, uh, she is get the started. one who provides the writer's tears for Miles and Carrie for Ruby as well. So she's a lovely human being. No, I cannot write drunk, edit sober. I'm not Hemingway. <laughs> and if I drink, I can't write.
0: So why, I, why'd you pick writing camp?
2: Yeah. Because that's what I do. And obviously, arts and crafts is not my strong suit. Even
3: as a youngin, you were always you were always excited about writing.
2: Oh my god, yes,
3: that's very cool. What yes. was what was an example? of Something you wrote at this age?
2: Most uh, of <laughs> it gets burned at this point. Aww. Aww
3: some really, tell me there was some really great like fan-driven stuff. Oh,
2: there was some very old fan fiction that uh, does not ever need to see the light of day. I think it does. Can that be our next assignment? <laughs> no, no, not at all. Oh, no. Anyway got, please? It's in paper form and may or may not have survived under my bed at my parents' house. Goodness, great. And God. by we'll may pay. or may not, I mean, mm, probably not. That stuff was from third grade. Megan, what I'll, I'll to-
3: pay good money for this. If you can get them to, I'll, I'll, I'll slow
2: tweet <laughs> them out.
3: a house. hostage? Yeah, no. I'll, look, I'll make this worth your while. let's all, all, right. all so think, I,
2: she I had saying. Says to my parents, I
0: mean, you guys are close. Let's, okay, yeah, it's good. Let's so let's okay, let's talk. We'll, we'll it so right. it let's talk. Let's move while. on to our next person. We've got Lil Mark so oh, at wrestling camp. Look oh, I love so Wrestling camp. <laughs> wrestling camp. I was just gonna put pro wrestling camp, but I, I rewatched the list of oh, camps, this. and wrestling camp is on He's, there. Okay. So I was like, why not? Um, so yeah, I I would have given given anything if there was a, a, a pro wrestling camp back when I was a kid. And I look, I painted myself up like the Ultimate Warrior, who was my favorite as a kid. Oh, I thought it was Strong Bad. No. Funny, uh-huh. Really funny you should say that. That wasn't around when I was a kid, but uh, some Homestar Runner coming up later in the show. Good man, Lil good man. man. We got
1: Lil' Megan. <laughs> Mystery
0: That's so good.
1: So, um, when I was a kid, I definitely loved Scooby-Doo, in case you can't tell. Um, but even as an adult, I, I grew to love murder mysteries. And when we got to see the Spooky Island episode, you know, looking for ghosts and monsters, yeah. I was like... That, like, I would have been all about that as a kid. The flip side is that I am also terrible at, like... Did, like I would be the world's worst detective uh, so it's a good thing that I'd be a terrible detective because I would have never solved that mystery <laughs> that they solved which we'll True. get into I would have stayed blissfully ignorant something's
3: <laughs> better better unsolved
1: but we we had like an empty lot by my house growing up and so like me and my friend were always like making up like oh we found footprints right here it was the cutest That's thing so there had
0: to be a mystery to it
1: yeah. let's take a look at our final camper, this little path yes.
0: at Aww. space camp Yes. Uh, this looks mysteriously like a photograph. It is it is driven
3: so, by a photograph. So this is a
0: real thing. This that is a real thing in. which I'd be happy
3: to show you guys maybe on or off uh, off the air. Yeah, so it's actually it's going to appear in a children's book in the very near future. So I kind of sourced some of this. <laughs> I added a helmet uh, and a Han Solo blaster. So, at, at this is the picture it comes from a time when I was just about to go off to my first Cub Scout camp, mm-hmm. and I did take a replica Han Solo blaster, as you do, as you do, <laughs> as you do. I was a big sci fi nerd as a child and as an adult, and I um I conflated all the universes. So uh, it didn't really matter if it was a Star Trek phaser or a Han Solo blaster. If it happened in space, it was my jam, and if there was. We also lived in Houston, so the idea of going to space camp was just so
2: close. It was so close.
3: I
0: couldn't so imagine. So
2: Christmas just came early. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: got a little bit from everybody. So uh, we got oh another God. camp activity planned for you that relates to this a little bit, and we'll be more on that at the end of the show. But let's get into Journey to Spooky Island, yes. episode five of Camp Ooh. Camp. Uh, we <laughs> talked a little bit about this in our last episode, but uh, now we have full rain. This was absolute madness. We got a new character, uh, Jasper, who joined temporarily uh, for reasons. Aww. For reasons, who was the absolute most adorable uh, guest star? I, w- I would say so far, played
3: by Griffin McElroy. Yes, unbelievable. Yeah, my, Podcast, brother, my brother. Yes, and me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Podcast extraordinary writes for Polygon, the website. Really talented dude. <laughs> I was very excited to hear Griffin. Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
0: something that that we're starting to see in this episode that we've that kind of becomes a theme in the rest of them, is how Nikki and Max are the extremes of a certain uh, character type, but how they can't be really apart from each other, whether it's through Nikki or through Max. What did you notice, Megan, about these two, particularly in Journey to Spooky Island?
1: Um... I it, it's so funny because they're both they're both so stubborn and you some something that you see throughout all of these episodes actually is that Max when he thinks he's right he will go to the ends of the earth to prove his he's right but at the same time will act like he's above the situation mm-hmm. like he can't stand the idea of there actually being a ghost like he's like no guys it's just this there's absolutely nothing to be afraid of even though there was something to be terrified of
2: well and jumping ahead it's the same thing. In the last episode we watched, he was so absolutely certain that he was right that he just completely lost track of the two that he dragged around with him.
0: And it, and and to that point, it seemed like in. Uh into town, he was trying to make up for what he may have lost as a as a human being, as a freedom fighter, <laughs> sure. as as any bravery would have it, that he lost in Journey to Spooky Island. That's a, that's a wonderful point you bring up, Katie. Uh, also,
2: in general.
0: Well, in, in general, too. But um, we also had a little bit, this sort of introduced the idea of the platypus as just around. <laughs> <and>, uh, <laughs> He's a thing now. He's a sidekick. He's, yeah. yeah.
2: He's there. He's um,
3: it was pretty good it was pretty
1: good thank you i never
2: figured out my parry noise but i can definitely do this one
1: and i I, not to interrupt but i really liked um going back to nikki i liked seeing that even she has her limits Mm. because she's this very adventurous scrappy young kid but then at the same time when the situation gets a little too extreme and again we see it on um both episodes like even she, after a while, she's like, "I don't, I don't want to do well, that no, I don't want to be here. I don't I want, want to be here." Which I actually, which
0: I actually pulled. Um, if James could find it, maybe.
1: Which one are we looking
0: for? Uh, I don't want to be here under Nikki. Mm
1: want to be here. Perfect. That one. that
0: one, The absolute lifeblood emptying from her. Even like, there's blood and, and hair. Awesome. Yes. But no. And was... then they
2: walked into a torture chamber and it was just like, that's it. That's it. We're done. Goodbye. Was the,
0: was the torture chamber the sex dungeon or the one without the people? No, there was the torture
2: chamber and then there was the sex dungeon. They're that's two right. very different things. All you have to do is ask the fans.
0: One was mental. One was physical. Um, I
2: don't know. Someone was enjoying it down there. It just wasn't our three protagonists.
0: Somebody was. Uh, Patrick, you <laughs> Your yes, first sir. response to the reveal of the sex dungeon?
3: Oh my god! I <laughs> Thank literally. You. Yeah, That's so, our show. Yep, uh, that was. Uh, so like the show continually, I get lulled into thinking, "Hey, this is a fun camp show," and it's <laughs> you guys pitched me on it as as South Park, right? Like South Parkian, right? Mm-hmm. Like in that kind of, and I. I, I lost sight. I was lulled into oh, cute. Griffin McElroy talking about his LA, like uh, what do they call that? LA gear, light up, up shoes. shoes, and
2: the Harlem trial. Totally. And
3: I was lulled into like, oh, this is great. And then, oh my god, and, like didn't see the quartermaster coming. God, phrasing. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, that's that's true.
0: Now didn't did the rest see of us. That. There was a box nah, in front that's of it. True
3: story. And that I was, immediately wanted that back.
0: But that was uh, that was Cameron Campbell, Cam, Cameron Campbell brand uh, sex aid, which is, I think, how he gets paid and why he sticks to doing his job is because he gets to have sex parties at this weird sure. castle.
2: Because why not? Because why not? I, I howled when that happened. I was absolutely cracking up. I have video proof of this. We do reaction videos for this. It was just like... Yeah, but
3: I really didn't see it coming no. at all. Guess, uh, phrasing. My, my point is like I very, very much. It was like be
2: so bad that if you didn't keep pointing I, 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 it out. I know, but I
3: feel obligated to, right? Like it's it's a, that's what she said. Type joke. Yeah. You have to. I feel like I'm obligated. But like very much, this this show did this episode specifically did a really good job of zigging and leaning into a bunch of kids on a mystery, and then nope, this is very it's adult time. Well,
1: and it steered into the extremes. Like when we get to the science laboratories, where everybody starts going, okay, clearly something terrible happened here and then it gets into the torture chamber it's like wow this is it just continued ex, uh, escalating and so it was a wonderful mystery,
3: right no totally they even had that like pinky in the brain reference in the and I, I was like this will be benign whatever it is and it was not that
2: well even it's Max- like eggs milk bread murder
3: oh I like that it's I'm, a trope. I'm, oh, okay. Um,
0: it's,
2: where, it's where you start with, it's where you have a list and you kind of start with smaller things and then you pull out the huge one from the middle of nowhere. It is the opposite of arson, murder, and jaywalking.
0: I totally followed. So, uh, Thank you. Po- <laughs> pulling out the big one from nowhere. Uh, phrasing. It's phrasing. Um, hey! But,
2: uh, I they even had the misdirect
0: with Max who said it's probably just going to be a wounded dog or something. Yes. Which uh, made you, yep. you go, you know what, yep. they're probably going to do that. They did not
1: not. They didn't Or a guy that. in a costume. There was a furry. Trying, to, there like, was a trying furry. to scare people off because of a property dispute. There were certainly people in costumes. Yes, there
0: yeah, were. No. The, I think the the more frightening thing is that we saw the character that took his mask off in episode eight at the electronic store. And I have no oh, idea. Did we? What, yes, we did. <laughs> I, I
2: missed that. Me too. Yeah.
0: Um I'm, What? Uh, just, 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 a sort of, just as a here. sort of a go-home. Uh, Closet the, furry. The fact that we were introduced in episode two to the Quartermaster having other versions of his hand yes. and having an um a, an aid, a toy aide.
3: You can't aid, unsee
2: uh, that. He had a giant dildo strapped onto his hand, and I have to wonder if that was custom made. And oh, It
3: def- would have to be. Yeah, definitely. There's not yeah. like hookhandsdildos.com It's not a thing. Who like
2: it is
1: for now. it is now. Yeah.
2: <laughs> go
3: register that.
0: And especially seeing the town, like how low technology they have. Who has a like a plastic mold? You know, did he oh, go on totally. the internet? Did he get that 3D printed? Definitely.
2: <laughs> you know, they probably have something like that on Amazon, and all you have to do is just kind of drill something in the end so it screws on. I'm sure he's very handy. It's
3: Crazy. Drill yep. drill yep. Drill something in the end. It's, Let's
2: move on to the. I line. love that you oh, think that was an accident. I
1: do easy. want to. I do <laughs> want to point out something Please. just. Real quick, just another little Easter egg um, <laughs> that Mallory pointed out. Uh, Jasper was in the old Camp Camp ad from David's childhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think Jap- Jasper's death played a part in David's Davidness? Oh, I doubt it. Oh, give you some Davidness. Your
2: light up shoes. It's
3: <laughs> <laughs> my favorite light up. Oh, totally. <laughs> they light the, up the night. <laughs>
2: And I just like called it from the first moment, like, "Oh, there's another kid on the island," and I'm like, "He's dead. He's a ghost." Oh, sure, but
0: if like you look at him, he looks distinctly distinctly '90s, uh, and then all of the the references he was making. The fact that he made a Harlem Globetrotters reference, but he's supposed to be. Like David's age, like those were on when we were kids, but they were uh, still from the
1: seventies and eighties. Yeah, there was a. I, I just mentioning Scooby Doo. I watched Scooby Doo a lot when I was a kid because they showed it on Cartoon Network, sure, even though sure. it's a really old cartoon. So, including the
0: Globetrotters Trotters one. Yeah, right. yeah. including
1: yeah. that. Oh, yeah, it was right. like I don't remember the name of the series, but that was the one where they specifically got celebrities to be like. That's right. They did the Batman
0: guests. and Robin. Batman and uh, Robin,
1: right, Don right. Knotts yep, a lot. Marlon I Hardy. think they did a oh. full
2: on movie with Scooby Doo and the Harlem Globe Trotters. Like it was like a six. 60-minute episode made for TV, made for TV movie.
3: I would watch that right now. I, then watch I'm it, sure you can <laughs> find it. It's
2: real. I am sure you can find it somewhere. Much like um, the, the points, qu- if you guys can link that in our hashtag ABTV camp, camp we also have the live chat going. Stand I completely on point. Forgot to lead with that. I want this comment I, I out of
0: out of uh, out of context at all times. From malachroma depends on the dildo. Uh,
2: so <laughs> I just love that they're having a A, ta- a very
0: I'm not an work-y in talk
2: in chat about dildos. It's it's very uh, look. <laughs> like
0: it's a safe space.
2: Pragmatic.
0: Yeah, it was more of a tentacle, anyways. Uh, every, <laughs> this conversation is amazing. I wish I, we didn't have to push on, but we will. Let's go to the Nazi episode. Rainy day. Uh, and, this one. <laughs> uh, was seemed distinctly Homestar runner to me like not even exaggerating <laughs> Yeah, no. because except for i mean they don't do nazi jokes but it was very ch- <laughs> it was very childish um Nikki's line of mystery time which i do have is a cue that that is very reminiscent of a Homestar the beginning sure, yeah. of Homestar yeah
3: time <laughs>
2: It's yep.
0: super, and and the animation holding in place for a little yeah. bit. Super reminiscent of Homestar Runner. The sort of uh, it, it's like this would have been a Halloween cartoon uh, if they took the again the Nazi part out of it. Um, so <laughs> See, we get- the
2: Nazi part was what I couldn't get over.
3: Yeah, you didn't meaning you didn't like it.
2: I, I had a lot of trou like, I didn't find any of the Nazi stuff funny. Yep. It was just we made a Hitler reference. We made a Hitler reference. The funny one was just the egregious one at the end with Nikki potentially reading David's mind. Like that was actually really funny. I, but I, everything else, the you you were calling them the Nightvale City Council? I it. the Nightvale City Council. Great. They were really funny. Gwen was great. Just like everything that wasn't a Nazi joke was funny, but that's only like twenty five percent of the episode. I kind I kind of dug the high fives. High fives, high, high five, five high was five gone.
0: great. Yeah, <laughs> to, me too, I broke.
3: I was like, all right.
0: Okay. It's, it seemed like the, the construction paper lining under his nose was sort of an inevitability. Right. Uh, the, you must color inside the lines. Is I do it? not like mixing colors. Wear, like, wear your paper. Wear your papers. Yes. The, the setups were really good, but it seemed all very expected, well, which is and necessarily and a the, bad thing.
1: I mean, it's all the same joke. It's, right. this kid looks like Hitler, and if yeah. you don't like that particular punchline, you're not going to like the majority of this so, episode. I watch a lot of South Park, so it, <laughs> didn't, it didn't faze me, yeah. but at the same time, I get why it's not anybody's jam.
3: What's that? What's the series? Is it Final Destination where the series of kids die over like through over the course of the show? Oh yeah, this Death felt has like it that out for to them, me, yeah. right? So this felt like okay. Here's the Hitler setup, and we know it's coming. You could see it with the juice upstairs, right? He's like upstairs with the juice. Like, you saw the that, well, yeah, exactly. With the diary. But I kind of I I kind of loved when, it, when the payoffs of all of it. Like again, I I agree. It was a little repetition. They went to that well a lot. But I love that you knew it was it was about to show up. I'm working on phrasing on the episode, and uh, and and then the payoff was great. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I think the payoff. Uh, agree with you, Katie, was Nikki's telepathy going, he really looks like, plus he really looks like Hitler. Yes. that yes. Once they acknowledged it and went, yep. okay, all of this stuff previously totally. can well, try to be funny. And again,
1: threw in a completely unexpected joke with her interrupting David's Mental internal monologue. monologue. Oh, yes. And yeah, it was great for for me, again, to get back to like mystery camp. I loved Nikki being like it, it's a murder mystery. <laughs> right, right. We don't know that. Or not. Give <laughs> yeah. time. it time. <laughs> mystery time!
0: <laughs> it, it might be. Um, I
2: just, I, I love David's continual internal monologue, being the "This is fine" dog sitting in the room on fire, and then yes. finally just "This is not fine." This is not fine. This is not okay.
0: Um, speaking of David, you mentioned uh, Gwen earlier, Katie. So I wanted to start with you about this. Um, we're getting more and more of Gwen seemingly being the most responsible adult at Camp Campbell instead. When you look at David, he's like, "Well, you looks have like a, four adults." That's arguably <laughs> a, a well-adjusted
1: adult. adult. Well, three adults <laughs> in a possible time lord.
0: <laughs> but what, I
1: don't think there's, don't think there's, a, don't think there's a possible
0: adult. there. So, what what do you think we got from Gwen here? That has been evolving over the past couple of episodes at her as the main authority figure, her as the main interested figure who has no ties to Cameron Campbell, just wanting the kids to have a nice time.
2: Honestly, we've had that since episode one when mm-hmm. she was trying to figure out how are we gonna run on this budget. We need something that we we need to figure out these numbers. Like she's been the responsible adult running the camp and she knows it, and no one listens to her. And I think she knows that if she left, A, we have the comment about the job market being terrible, which I'm sure is absolutely correct.
0: (laughs) I mean, ours ours now, too.
2: She knows that the camp would fall apart and people would probably die without her there. So she's just kind of stuck in this awful situation and making the most of it for as long as the summer lasts because you know what? It pays her.
3: And I think if Lee weren't so awesome in that role, the rest of the absurdity doesn't work. Yeah,
2: yeah. Lee right? is glorious yeah, right. Lee she Eddie is a it. wonderful human being,
0: and and we got more of that in uh, episode seven and eight. We did. Um, I wanted to ask you, Patrick. We finally get to see a little bit of Nerf. We do He's working through <laughs> his anger issues. We do. He's bullying, and I'm I, coming from a kid who was bullied in school. The very bullyable Harrison, the Magic Kid. Yes. Um, what did you think of Nerf
3: in this? I kind of love that. Uh, <clears throat> I love that he really wanted to be just part of the group, just like like really expressing that. And then instantly, the the knee jerk was right right back to the bullying again. Um, I, I wish we'd seen more of him. I think that's the only thing that I was missing when he came into the episode so early. I was like, all right, he's going to be heavily featured this episode, and he wasn't. So I was a little disappointed. Yeah, he could have been the enforcer for them. Oh yeah, like he's a brown shirt or something. They could have <laughs> that, that would have been a setup, something like that. Yep.
0: Um, and we got speaking wanted to be included. <laughs> Space kid just he keeps showing up. Keeps keeps being the... Just...
1: Poor space the, kid.
2: <laughs> space kid and... The, oh, my God. Well, well, I mean, he
0: started out so strong with the syrup helmet. I love the breakfast. syrup helmet, yes. Um, but then being That's bullied by, by the good cop, bad cop combo of Nicky and Max. <laughs> uh, what... what, it, what how is your ongoing opinion of Space Kid, Megan?
1: I, I'm just trying to figure because um, I, I listen for I listen for Space Kid, and as bad as I feel for the character, I'm always just blown away. Uh, anytime I hear Space Kid because I'm like, that's Lindsay. Mm. Like, it's yeah. Ruby Rose, and I'm like, how is she doing right. that? Yep. And it's that's just,
0: Kimball. That's
1: yeah. Kimball. There you go, even, yeah.
0: Even more bizarre.
1: Yeah, she has wonderful range, so I'm blown away every time. But, like, as a
2: character, I just feel really bad for Space Kid. But you keep he, laughing, but you're laughing. Yes, yes. You can feel bad for them and still find them funny. He tries mm. so hard. I end, mean, doesn't real even matter. real, <laughs> <laughs> real comedy
1: involves good. pain.
0: Well, no, that's the thing. Yeah. One of the things that I learned back, at, back in theater, which we're going to address when we get to Romeo and Juliet too, was... Um, uh, the comedy is a a, an, a lovable schlub who can't win at any uh. any cost. If they win, then it it kind of stops being funny. Space Kid can't win. Oh he my hasn't god! That's why rom t- are terrible. That's why robcoms are terrible because people win. You no. Know, not what romance is. Also, they're
2: horrifyingly misogynistic. But that aside from that, that,
0: (laughs) um, the the last thing I wanted to talk about to sort of uh, transition into episode seven was Preston's lack of chill. The second that they said let's tear up the floorboards, he was like, "Got it!" and he just started ripping stuff up.
1: (laughs)
2: Yes. I love that question. Just ready to
0: ready to tear down the establishment <laughs> at the drop of a hat. You
2: point, dude. Way Thank to you, um,
0: So so we we learn even more. Uh, what sort of what idea do you think the writers have of theater people, Katie?
2: I honestly, they've got to be theater people. Like, that's the only way you get someone like Preston, if you have someone who's been a stage manager. Because Preston, during this episode, is every stage manager's internal monologue. It's all the stuff you wish you could say to the dumbasses out on stage screwing it up. Get your shit together. Get your shit together. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well done. Well done. I, I have a couple of friends who are stage managers, and so I hear them say these things, and I'm like, Oh my god, I should just link you this episode out of context and see what you think of it, because mm. I feel like they would all be like, "That's accurate. I That's don't know accurate." Who this bitch is, but she is killing it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Do you just have like, all of Preston on there? It's I've, like got, I've got Preston's greatest Preston. hits. I've got three Let's hit Preston's. the third. I want to hear the third. No,
0: the third was lame. Is oh okay. Yeah, right. um, but so transitioning into Romeo and Juliet, two. This is where we get to see Preston featured uh we have a we have a shut your apps it's time for the play um and, God bless. and i will i will say um my now wife what up uh what both us up? as hey. both of us hey. as theater people this was the episode of camp camp that she reacted to the most because she's a director and she went oh. i totally understood like and and me be, coming from that world as well and and being a, a flippin tech director i don't have as, didn't have as much uh Experience with the actors once they started that was them, but this, I I could, I hated Max in this episode. I absolutely oh. hated Max in this episode because. From, sorry, go ahead.
2: Oh, just from chat, we have uh Jay Blue-eyed Stares saying, "I think all directors are just eternally, internally screaming. They are. <laughs> You're not wrong."
0: Well, yeah. So the the thing about Max in this episode for me is he's he's being a jerk to his fellow campers. He he sort of treats. Neil and Nikki kind of barely with respect, and he doesn't respect David, which is fine. But definitely fine. He he doesn't he doesn't go with it. No no matter and that that's what kind of bothers me. He 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 doesn't want to try to have fun. And and as a theater kid, nothing nothing bothers me more than people that don't stick to the script and, yeah. and people who don't listen to the director, etc. Et things like that. And I think uh, if if he had at least tried for Preston maybe he would have had a little bit more fun, but he ended up being the catalyst to all of the problems in the episode, which is, I suppose, the point.
2: Well, and the other thing that got me, you're right about Max in this episode. Um, Megan pointed this out earlier, actually. Why did he essentially turn himself in? Like, why did he fess up to it? He wanted David out so badly. David was on his way out. And then Max went, no, I stole the phone. I changed the Tinder profile. I did this, like... Why? That's not his mo. That's not. Well,
3: what I think he it does. makes him more redeemable, though, right? Like if he was just like two dimensional, all chaos, all the time, suck it.
2: I had a thought on it, but okay. we've yeah, yeah, never yeah. seen it from him before, and it came out of nowhere this episode. I have a thought. Let's hear it. Uh,
1: the game is over at that point. If David does get carted yeah. away, Max, uh, Max wins. Yes but there's no one to play with him. It's a Batman-Joker Ooh. type relationship, yeah. right? Exactly. Like they need but each Max other. But Max doesn't realize he's the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he,
0: he thinks he's Batman. Well, yeah, David's yes. definitely not he's, Batman. He's yes. Asriel. No, he's Robin. He's
2: like, like, a like tiny Robin. Like, oh. like, like Lord Robin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah.
0: <laughs> like, he's cute so Robin.
2: Robin. Yes. Not even a like cool Robin. Like, holy zucchini, Batman. Yeah. He's that kind of Robin.
0: <laughs> holy mustard, rusted metal Batman. Yes. I love
2: that one. Holy campers, Batman. Holy Batman. I
0: I think we've learned that Max is in Annoy David camp. Uh, possibly, and without without David, he won't be able to continue his uh, his camp. This also marks a the return. really
2: good point. I we like, don't yeah. know what
0: camp Max is there for. Everybody is there for a
3: specific camp. We don't know what Max is there for yet.
2: That's true. He's
3: almost Tinder camp.
0: Was almost
2: <laughs> it was this
3: close, and then he he didn't know it pretty well. Oh, yeah, I like real the idea well.
2: that it's David camp, though. I, I like that. Yeah, camp, I do too. Camp David. Oh, oh, he's, oh he's a future <laughs> president.
3: He's a future president. Um... Uh, God Patrick, help us all <laughs> That light when you knew you hit a home run You're like I, I was a like, president So just whiffing so good. Um, Patrick I wanted to ask you yes. We saw
0: the return of some amazing characters this episode We, we did. got the return of
3: the Flower Scouts Samantha killed God it yes. I was Please. so excited the minute Tabby with two eyes
0: <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> She is the dumb business, one she is killing a kid. We, also <laughs> have, we also have a line
0: from Tabby If yeah. you can click that
2: Awkward silence That's, that's
0: fine that's fine. <laughs> it's Tabby with two eyes. Two eyes?
2: Tabby with
1: two yeah. eyes. That's fine. She's
3: so good. She's she yes. so it's good. Incredible. I know. Like I feel like I get on the show every week and I'm like, they're so. But they like, again, it's the strength of the performances that makes this show oh, so yeah. exciting Why? every He's week. Like, what the fuck? Well, <laughs> yeah, Plus, what That's the fuck? fine. We'll take it.
0: But, but um, because, well, yeah.
1: And the, um, and just the fact that, she was actually probably the best actor in the oh show. Yeah. She was the one that connected with her character the most. Of like, I am in a doomed romance. Yes, yeah. <laughs> she's the one totally. who gave
2: an actual damn about the play. Oh, happy <laughs> you know, dagger. It's so great. No one else had any dams to invest about this play. They were there because I'm sure that David, backed up by Gwen, roped them into this so Preston could have his theater camp performance. Mm-hmm. I, I I seriously doubt that anyone really wanted to be a part of this, but she did, and that shows.
0: Two people wanted to be a part of it, uh, Space Kid.
2: That's right, Two.
0: and the platypus <laughs> stole
1: the scene. Stole the scene. Um, I do want to point out: Has anybody seen a movie called Camp Nowhere?
3: No, I've heard I was of it.
1: I was describing <laughs> <laughs> I was describing Camp Camp to uh, to another AfterBuzz host uh, just a little while ago, and she was like. Oh, like Camp Nowhere, and I was like, I don't remember. And she's like the Christopher Lloyd movie. I was like, I've seen that. And uh, the the thing that stuck out to me the most about Camp Nowhere was when they were putting on the the stage camp, you know, mm-hmm. the theater camp portion of their performance. So I thought that was that was a really good comparison for anybody who likes. Camp, camp, go, go see Camp Nowhere. We'll be covering that on Popcorn Talk. I just
0: believe
3: I'm buying alcohol for you because of your bum late. References, <laughs> 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 Patrick. I, I just to want to watch a whole episode of Romeo and Juliet too. I think yes. Cyborg Romeo was my favorite thing probably in the show to date. Was so great. Vader, Vader reference pulls Cyborgs off. No, no. This isn't
1: canon. Uh, it was so good. <laughs> Black pause. <laughs> Black magic! Yeah. That, I love the dramatic pause. Bless.
0: Base Kid just blessed. wants to belong. He does. Um, the, the, and something that I have to say, uh, when I talked to, to Sam at RTX, she said, that upon hearing the flower scouts she thought that they all sounded the same which they do but this episode they seem to have evolved even more in their individuality and yes. you can tell the three of them apart a lot more than you could in the first episode she's which you still dumb could one.
2: she's, she's the dumb, dumb one. one did you get my pumpkin spice Pet. you know it
0: it's awful. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that there was just a fish on
2: voice. the Starbucks cups yeah it was a bone <clears throat> fish on the cups.
1: I loved it. I know we've got one more episode to talk about, but I just have to say, like, well meaning kids trying to put on a show, like or just well meaning people in general, um, like trying to put on a show in uh, movies or TV, just it's something that I find very endearing. Oh, yeah. so sure, sure. The kids putting on a show. I was like, That's that's adorable. I need to see that.
0: And once Bonquisha got in the mix, oh, uh, we got a little bit more of what Gwen is used to, which is trash TV. Yeah.
1: Uh, uh, but live on stage. Sucker. Well,
0: Sucker. Sh- Sucker. Yeah, just keep. <laughs> it's re- it's on repeat, isn't it? Oh you my can- god! I think it is. Uh, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> if we weren't explicit already. Um, so uh, Max's plot, I it, I totally agree. He he needed some. He needs somebody to continue to play with. And yet when we get to into town, but David's at his last nerve. He can't handle it anymore. He puts on his best Junkrat cosplay, bursts into the room with Gwen, and Gwen is beyond understanding.
2: I love that you yes. called it his best Junkrat cosplay. Yeah, was he was right. on fire! Yeah.
3: Um, but <laughs> also, I almost use that as my anime, because he comes in with the thing that says "D's Nuts down the side of it, <laughs> which I've been affectionately called my entire life, so I almost had that as my camper. Really? Uh, <laughs> little redhead he yeah.
2: You are just a backstory treasure trove tonight. We're just getting started.
3: We're just getting started. Oh my god! (laughs) So many more camp stories. (laughs)
0: Um, So we we see Gwen being the real adult and the only adult uh, at Camp Campbell, and Max can't let a good thing. Get passed up. He wants to go into town. Did you, what did you think was going to happen, Katie, when our heroic trio followed him into town?
2: Oh my god, I didn't even know. I just knew it was going to be beautiful. Like he, he has the Farmer's Almanac from the 1970s as a book on tape. David just being David, doing whatever he wanted to do, was going to be a glorious episode regardless. Hitting those Shirley temples pretty hard. <laughs> he being a woman the, I'm like no no what self-respecting 10 year old child has never had a Shirley Temple in their life
3: come the, on the bartender that's, was fantastic that's when you
2: feel spe- that, that's the special drink that you get when you're not allowed to have caffeinated stuff after 5pm you get a Shirley Temple
3: but I loved it that he said that he the My it's family. the you people. What do you mean, you people? It's like, you know, kids. children.
2: Oh, okay, okay, yeah. It was right. just your kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that, 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 that was the one. thing? I mean, That's your it, kind. Sure. Your uh, kind, kids. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Very good. I loved mu- I loved accidentally walking into muffin tops. Like, you get out. You, you come, come back, back when, when you're 18. 18. Like, dang. And again. that it's called muffin tops. Yep. <laughs>
0: that they're a, a body positive uh, strip club. Sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Patrick, what did you? Th- what do you think Max
3: saw at Muffin Tops?
0: Because <laughs> he said that was right, unexpected. play here.
3: So what happens when you walk into a muffin top? I don't. Whatever. Like uh, that is a formative moment as a child when you see. Uh, I don't want to say too much. Uh, I think that's it's a, it's We're a shocking explicit, experience. Just but yeah, don't. we are very. Can you, I can't even imagine seeing uh, uh, what he saw. In, in, in I'm turning <laughs> several colors of red. I... <laughs> I think I feel about what he was feeling at that moment. Mm-hmm. He was a little star crossed. I think I think it was pretty true. he will never forget his experience in love. This life.
2: is the se- this is the second time in four weeks that he's had a traumatizing other people's sex experience.
3: True. Maybe there was sex involved, right? Like just some really great pole dancing in the middle of nowhere. I think we're learning a little bit.
0: Or it might have been some
2: terrible pole dancing in the middle of nowhere.
3: True. I think we're learning a little bit more
0: about what Max's home life was like before he made it to Camp Campbell and needed a place to let off all of the steam. (laughs) Maybe he had a traumatizing moment at home. Maybe. Maybe the oh god. Maybe Spooky Island brought back repressed memories of walking in on Grandma and Grandpa. (laughs)
2: <laughs> just maybe saying,
0: you sound like Trump. People
3: are saying that people, maybe
2: he to, like, <laughs> I'm not saying lie. it's real. Uh, Although, people are saying
3: heard.
1: uh just just like a thought. I don't know what his home life is like. I don't know if his parents are together or not. But if he is living with a single parent, maybe the reason they shipped him off to camp was because he keeps driving away possible suitors.
3: <laughs> I could see that.
2: Maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't maybe maybe David He sounds like that kind of kid.
3: Maybe maybe David's his stepdad's name, Patrick. I just so I, like I think the kid's very well informed. Honestly, when you were asking earlier, and not to go back to the last episode, you asked like, why does he give up? Right? Like, why does he turn himself in, take responsibility? I actually think it was because David mentioned that he was framed, like like Steven Avery for making a murder, mm. and I feel like he was that looped in, that dialed into that. He's I like, feel oh, like this kid knows some things.
1: Well, and he's constantly consuming. Like he his worldview is shaped by the media. Sure. Just like fight you know, the fight power. the power. yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah like, like on TV. And um actually Max uh um <laughs> Max on Twitter points out Max also revealed in this episode that he didn't want to ruin David, and just show him he's wrong. Some people just can't stand and other people's happiness.
3: Cry to sleep like the rest of us, right? <laughs> yeah, like, like, not a said, monster. <laughs> I have to say uh
2: one dumb gamer in the chat says P to D's P to the D's nuts. Yep, I might have heard that <laughs> a so few
0: times,
3: happy. but I'm so I'm so glad that it's pounds. coming out
0: here too.
2: Bless you, my children. You are all wonderful <laughs> human beings.
0: That was a that was a hidden whack from James. Um, we got, but this was this was a, one episode after Max used David's phone to look to see what boobies look like, and yeah, he did. He walked in it. and got horrified.
3: There's a distinction between seeing. There's Fair a point. level of separation when you're seeing it on a phone versus walking into muffin tops.
0: Yeah, it's
2: called dehumanization.
3: Well, this is, and this is also a town <laughs> of
0: abstraction that is s- so antiquated. Fun was outlawed in 1906, yet we have a modern strip, seemingly modern strip club, and an underground furry sex
3: dungeon. There's there's been strip clubs since the dawn of time, before (laughs) the ham radios. It's
2: it's people, it's it's stripping an old-timey dress, so they're like... Pulling up their skirts ever so slightly do, do, do. and showing some ankle, <laughs> dad ankle though,
1: dad ankle though. Uh, I I will say that for Short a moment, I thought I, for a moment I thought the town existed in like some sort of time, like Stephen King time. So of, <laughs> oh, totally. Because <laughs> yeah, well, because everything seemed so antiquated. I was like, is this town like in some weird space time continuum like deal? Because why is everyone
2: like this? But I guess it's just. Because fun was outlawed. Well, I mean, I've been to Kansas and I used to live in Cheyenne. So this kind of stuff happens in places that don't get a lot of traffic.
3: Now, who's full of backstory? I feel like, come on. (laughs) That's the backstory corner over there. Um,
1: (laughs) You and me.
0: (laughs) So uh, another thing that happens in the episode is uh, Nikki seemingly, where do you think... Here, I'm going to start with you, Megan. Where do you think Nikki started to get sick? Was it it at the dress shop that she stopped in front of? It was
1: immediately being next to the dress shop because I feel like, especially for such an... Because I feel like she's obviously happiest when she's out in nature. Mm -hmm. Um, But being in an ur- or a more urban environment and that cuz it, it's still a pretty rural it's town a rustic
0: rural um, town yeah
1: but like being put in i guess Civilized society. There you go. Mm-hmm. And being such an old fashioned town, like, I imagine that they have very antiquated ideas of what it means to be ladylike. Sure, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. it's just something she There's... felt in her gut.
3: Totally, right? That, that I think that was emblematic of, like, <laughs> <laughs> conformity. Nice. And she'd, like, emblematic of conformity, right? And she'd rather be on her hands and knees, barking and, like, growling and, like, looking for, you know, the murder. Mystery.
2: Rolling Did anyone in in the the notice yes. the Firefly reference there? No. The dress in the shop was the pink Kaylee dress. Mm. Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah, hi, good
0: There is another animation reference in the old time electronic shop. The radio from the from very the little toaster, toaster. Yeah. was behind oh. the counter. So cute. Uh, and that's where Neil, uh, who has been deprived of any sort of technology, gets amazed by less modern tech, like. Old
2: modern technology?
0: Like classic
2: technology? He's like, how did you guys even do this? He was just stuck in front of the TV. He's like, I'm watching, I'm watching, I'm watching. Fixes a radio without even looking. Now shut up, I need to watch TV
0: poor poor men um, and he ends up, getting a, ends up getting a job there and he mm-hmm. and I'm surprised that he he blocked out that's where the guy the furry from episode 5 comes in and hands his thing over
3: doesn't even remember the
2: island no. just, he, just all of
3: it is just gone
2: I don't think he ever looked at the guy I don't yeah, think his he eyes fair. ever came off the screen but he and was, just grabbed the radio fixed definitely. it without looking and yeah oh, he, yeah, he, he was a great locked point I didn't even look and yeah. I'm pretty sure he repressed the sex dungeon. Yeah, definitely. Right? Let's be real.
3: That'll, that'll show up years later in therapy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Would you look at the Rorschach test? <laughs> no! No! It Don't looks, want to go to
3: the island. It
0: looks like a dildo arm.
2: <laughs> Son, what's a dildo it arm? It looks like a dildo arm. <laughs>
0: That's All our right. word of the day. Um,
2: <laughs> so I think that's our hashtag of the day. Dildo arm, <laughs> along with this. a backstory corner, and I don't want to be here. Uh, dildo <laughs>
0: arm. I, uh, I think I saw dildo arm at the Cobalt back in high school.
2: Um, <laughs> dildo arm is my nine inch nails cover band. <laughs> there you go.
0: Um, so Max, th- this is sort of, I think, starts a change in Max's character because in his pursuit to try to keep an eye on David and see what makes him tick. He thinks that he is he has gone too overboard. We we talked about it a little bit earlier, where he just wanted he just wanted to change him, but he thinks he's going to get murdered. Yes, <laughs> uh, probably rightfully so at this point. Yeah, this yeah. is not
2: the first time he's gone somewhere and been like, "I'm going to get murdered." I'm now. super
0: dead. Yeah, this is the mm. second time in, in the show where he thought he was going to get murdered. Definitely. Yeah. And, but this time, as opposed to the Quartermaster, where he was seemingly was ready for death, something that happened in between Episode 2 and Episode 8 made him fear death now. <laughs> Not just because it was from his nemesis, but because I think, as we saw at the end when Neil notices what's happened to Nikki, poor, poor Nicky, um, he has more of a world to care about with his friends. Yes.
2: Well, I I honestly... I wouldn't look at it that way at all, to be completely honest. Um, I think it was because it's David that he thinks is going to kill him. You go into the woods with a quartermaster, you're like, okay, he's got a hook for a hand, there's going to be teenagers in a car door somewhere. Like, you expect to die if you're going anywhere. Exactly, you're walking into a horror movie. But David is David! David! And you really don't... You make jokes about nobody's... One of the neighbors would say, nobody expected him to do it. He was such a nice boy. Like, you make jokes about that, but when it actually happens, you're like, no, nobody expected him to do it. He was such a nice boy. So he thinks he can just push David forever with no pushback. And he's starting to worry that there will be very violent pushback, and he's not expecting it.
1: I I agree 100%. I think it's less about the idea that... Um, You know, something bad is going to happen to him. I think it's more about the I am the orchestrator of my own demise. Mm.
3: Absolutely, absolutely,
0: right? I
1: am reaping what I sow. uh...
0: And speaking to that, um, the reason why I bring the other two into it is because he says, we've gone too far. And they're like, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. This was you. This was all you. So he has he has just a subconscious thing of we're all in this together. Yeah, absolutely. We all yeah. did it. So Which I think is he a has really a worry cute for well. way
2: to think about it, actually. Sure, well, and I think you're on to, you are on to something about the initial point. He has more to lose. When he's off with the quartermaster, it's like, well, I did this to myself. And when he's with them, it's, well, we all did this to ourselves. No, no, you did this to everyone. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, we we find out that David though uh, just wants to show them the majesty of camping firsthand. Uh, he, as Max put it, you take a break from camping to go camping. Absolutely I'm down. beautiful moment. Not no, sure. Camping like camping
2: is great. There is a big, big. No, go ahead. You had it. You were doing. No, it. no, no, no. Okay. There's a huge difference between I'm gonna go off in the woods by myself and make my own tent, and sure. I'm gonna go fish for a while. And I know fishing can be really boring if you're watching other people doing it, but it can also be really zen. If you're the one, I've gone fishing before. It's a thing. There's a huge difference between that and I, along with three other adults, have to chaperone two dozen very different, very hyperactive children, at least one of which is actively out to get me. You are on all the time. Sure. Mm -hmm.
1: Well, and if the kids aren't having fun, like he's not doing his job and everyone should be having fun at
2: Camp Campbell.
0: Yeah. Just like he yeah. did when he was a kid. So that's episodes five through eight. Before we go and get to the camp activity, we're going to do a small little bit of predictions. You don't have to do the the sound drop. Um, where do you th- where, where do you think the relationship between the three main characters is going to go in the next four episodes? Starting with you, Katie.
2: Honestly, given the nature of the show, I'd imagine it would say mu- it would stay much the same. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really see a lot of emotional development happening again just because the nature of the show i don't think we're gonna have any real big you're my best friends forever and i love you all like that's not how anyone here functions i think we've seen them form a cohesive unit and i think it's going to pretty much stay that way
3: I just want them to have theme music. They
0: almost <laughs> got
2: there,
3: and then nope.
2: How oh, hard it be... is to get a handheld theremin? <clears throat> that was so good.
0: I think, I think if anywhere sold pocket theremins, it would be
3: the place in town. Yeah. I, I just want them to lull me into, hey, things are going to continue like Katie thinks, and then I want Max to do something just unbelievable and then cliffhanger till season two.
1: Mm-hmm. I like it. Uh, Honestly, yeah. I, I think they're dynamic. Because they're the comedy trio, yeah. nothing yes. should come and death with that. Yeah, Jasper. <laughs> yeah, Jasper. You, you and get
3: your together. LA lights.
1: <laughs> but, um, Light but a relationship, <laughs> if we're talking about predictions, a relationship I would like to see for. I would like to see Bonquisha become David's actual girlfriend. Oh, like, how great would that yes. be if Max's shenanigans ended up... Like connecting David with yes. his soulmate. Oh, How totally. great
2: would you see that her be? becoming a counselor? Yeah. Oh, that would be the best <laughs>
3: online dating camp. Let's do this. Oh God, <laughs> let's do this. I think it would be amazing if, as
0: the as the episode eight was ending, you saw another car pull up and it was Moncuisia. I would be oh, unbelievable. And that was the day off, and it was like we're gonna we're gonna actually have a camp and we're gonna have a nice day because this is how I know how to do it. Um, I'm I'm going along with what you're saying, Patrick, okay. about the group, except instead of something crazy, something nice, something against oh, Max, something, All right. something surprising yep. for Max's character that makes everybody go what it's referring back to Homestar Runner there's a moment where you you spend so much stupid that you get one smart sure thing again. one yep. really smart thing yep. and so Max will be doing all this crazy stuff where he earns one nice thing that he has to do or else something <laughs> bad is going to happen he has to be nice and that's where that's going to end the season
3: which they Aww. walk back immediately in the first two minutes of episode one yeah. next sure. season right? exactly. like immediately <laughs> I was like, no what I meant by that was something terrible <laughs> whatever <laughs> that is but walk it right back
2: Malachroma makes a really good point in the chat Rebellion, remember?
3: Yes, that I actually
2: wrote
0: down and <laughs> entered yes. to Spooky Island. Is like
2: it starts.
0: <laughs> so the rebellion has begun. That <laughs> uh, wasn't bad. Get him Mark. a
2: rabies shot. Not again. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. So yeah, we, that's the, so we have two overarching storylines that seemingly were nothing that are that are continuing the the uh, woodland creature rebellion, which is going to make another appearance at the at, within the next four episodes, and I'm pretty sure we're either going to see uh, we're going to see uh, snake. Or, or the kids from uh, um, Wood, Wood Scouts back, yes. or uh, or blank, blank, the flower the flower scouts back yes. again, um, just as because they're fun uh, antagonists, but. Um, until we meet again. We have one more camp activity for you. Beautiful. Um, Lay it on me. Actually, what are we we're going to give you a choice. We have two camp activities. You can do one or the other, because one it puts yourself a little bit out there. One, we're going to flex our theater camp muscle. We want you, everybody has a camera in their pocket. We want you to give us your your favorite line. You, we want you to perform your favorite line as your favorite camper, uh, as an exercise uh, right. of theater camp. All
3: right, all right, I like it. Or...
0: Or... If we're, we're doing arts and... I'm trying to do stuff that's free. Yes. Because uh, that's yeah. macaroni art, but you have to go out and you have to get macaroni and macaroni. all that crap. So instead, I you desire. have your campers, you have your camp, but what colors are you flying? Let's see the flag of your, of your ah. camp of choice. We have three members of writing camp. Let's see a collaboration. We want it. No. We let's work together as campers, and and we want to see what sort of fla- what flag your ca- you're you're, well, yeah you Why can I talk right now? It's because we're being rushed, um, and that's entirely my fault. But we want to see what your camp looks like. Give us a flag. Give us your favorite line. Feeder camp, arts and crafts camp. We want to see it for next time. Um, but until then, Katie, where can the folks find you?
2: I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and YouTube at Kia J. that is K I A X E T. I'm also on Snapchat at Kia Prime. The YouTube is mostly reaction videos and vlogs, vlogs. I have no idea how you pronounce that and vlogs. I don't care. Uh, we are also on Steven Universe, uh, Mondays at ten PM. We recapped the previous week's episodes, and Voltron, Thursdays at ten PM. So we'll be back here in an hour to talk about giant lion robots because it's amazing. Yay. I
3: love that you said Snapchat. That was pretty great. Uh, yeah, I'm not on track. any of that nonsense. Just Peter the D's on Twitter. I also host a video game podcast on uh, on iTunes called Pixel by Pixel.
1: I'm Megan, you guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Menguin. that's T H E M E N G U I N. I'm also on a bunch of shows here at Afterbuzz, and I write articles for the movie chick that's chick with two K's. Be sure to check those out
0: you're you a dang professional a <laughs> costume <laughs> professional um, you can follow me on Twitter uh, at Mark because that's my name Mark Bidonica uh, and you can follow all of us at ABTV Rooster Team that is our group account we're going to be posting all of the camper art again uh, as well as some clips from this show because I had a fun time doing that last time um, but yes uh, we want to see your camp activities tweet to us at ABTV Rooster Team using the hashtag uh, camp or ABTV Camp Camp or if there's too many too many symbols just, just send us the picture we love you. Um, follow all of us here at after buzz TV. Leave us a review on iTunes. Leave us a comment down below. Until next time, we will see you at Camp Campbell.
3: From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Afterbuzz TV staff. We
0: would like to thank you for listening to the Afterbuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterbuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. i
2: warn you, child! The
3: views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.